welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 242. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and, uh, oh, we're going to get an updated list from Marianne. I'm very excited to hear this. Before we get to all of that, my name is John and joining me as she does every week is the Kip Sabian to my Miro. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That is so appropriate. Yeah, I feel that it, is so appropriate. Feels, I would dress exactly like Kip Sabian. I, you know what? I feel like I, I have like before. I, <laughs> I was just gonna say, I feel like I have seen you dress exactly like. <laughs> we have the same taste. There oh no! Would you dress head to toe Gucci like Miro? Yes, I would. I think you would dress his... head to toe Zubas. I would. And I am wearing Zubas right now, and I am wearing a Mets shirt. So. <laughs> already halfway there we are halfway there all right so let's just do some some uh house cleaning here because uh if this sounds different there is a reason to why it sounds different and that is because my mixer while i was recording my live stream last night died just straight up died and i'm not sure exactly what happened but i had to bring out the old setup that marianne and i used to record on when we were back both back in the san jose bay area so i had to bring that out and uh we are using zencaster so far so good we'll see but Man, i was um, hoping you maybe found my my cassian andor pop figurine wherever you put that old sound mixer <laughs> No, I have no idea where that it's, is. I, I have no idea where it is. I mean, Nick I got me a new need... one. It's not the same oh, okay. as the other one, but still. I was going to say, I should just replace that because it's, I don't it's know. Where, it's where my mom would say it's on the island of the Blue Dolphins, which is we used to have like multiple copies of that book and now we can't find any of them. So anytime anything goes missing in the house and, we'll ne- and we cannot find it for like years, we just say it went missing on the island of the Blue Dolphins. Amazing. So that's where it's at. Perfect. <laughs> So, yeah, that's um, that's what's going on right now. Uh, I pushed I already pushed this recording and then I almost just thought about not doing it at all because I was so upset about the mixer. But the main event uh, this past week, that would be like we, no, utter it would, blasphemy. Yeah, on, I thought about just saying, you know what, let's just not record. And I thought that would be a disservice to the main event of AEW Dynamite <laughs> and to the entire show because it was very good. But do you want to get to your updated list now or would well, you my question for you is did you look at any updates for that uh indie show that gresham was on oh where he faced alex shelley no yes. i did not i did not either and i didn't realize that until i looked at the blank news section on the notes yeah we had an alex shelley jonathan gresham match recently and apparently alex shelley just discovered fred yehi and is a big fan that is insane to me um that's crazy what i'm trying to that he's see never that, that he just never, discovered him yeah that's weird i'm trying he to he works see... like a nine to five job every day oh well you know what good for him and i mean especially <laughs> I, and i know that sounded sarcastic it was not meant to be sarcastic yeah. well he's a physical um, therapist oh that makes a lot of sense yeah i feel like i knew that anyway um it's do I we mentioned know who, it before <laughs> do we know who won that match 
No, but did you find out? I'm trying to find out right now, but um, I can't. My keyboard find a is link. not within. Um, I had to unplug my keyboard in order to plug in my microphone. So hold on. Because it was the Warrior Wrestling Stadium series, yes, right? Yes, 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 yes. Uh... I've been seeing clips of it, um, but I don't know. I don't know who won. Here we go. I got the results. Hey, oh, oh, nobody won. Oh no! Thank God, it... our friendship is still intact. It ended in a double pit <laughs> in a double pin draw. I'm very I want to watch that. Also, did you see Luchasaurus and Tay Conti teamed up together? I heard about that. Because I did see that she was people were like, Welcome to the Indies. I'm really happy for her. I'm very excited for her. Also, she went they went up against uh Chris Bay and Ray Lynn, and she kicked the shit out of Chris Bay. Of course she did. <laughs> It was great. Of it was awesome. But let's let, let us move on because our friendship is intact. Yes, our friendship is intact. I do have a list. The order is somewhat tentative. I did have the only things that were very uh, obvious is the people who are above the list and uh, the person who's always number one. So, oh wow, okay, yeah. So obviously, like the list is if you guys are for some reason new, um, the if we have a you just made the list of all the wrestlers we would not be opposed to banging. Uh, Chuck Taylor is always number one on my list. Let's just get that out of the way. Always number one. Okay. Got it. My list is if I'm just my list like is synonymous with like, like this isn't my rating of perfect man being Adam Driver. So like you have to be like all the way up there. But Angelico is so hot that he eclipses the list and is like can't even be on it. He's like zero. Adam Driver is like infinity. Wow. And then like, and Adam Driver obviously doesn't even wrestle, but that would be a great name for a wrestling move. And I've mentioned that before. And then like Angelico is like zero because he's so good looking. It's bullshit. And My so God. what okay. I have right now, this is, like I said, it's tentative because I have not thought about it for a while. And again, I do not watch WWE. So my only frame of reference, since I can't watch indie, well, I haven't been watching indie shows or anything, is just AEW and maybe Impact. Right. Um, so at number 10, we have Cesaro. Oh, we're going, okay. Oh, my God. Because I, I am now... Marianne, I'm just going to let you know, I'm keeping, I'm going to keep a list at the bottom here because the people need to know. So, okay. T- <laughs> you so- guys, the story behind this though is that I haven't been mentioned it, mentioning it and that John like willingly brought it up in a group chat. Well, I want to know. About my I list and I, I thought you were being sarcastic. No, I was not. Oh my God. That's so bizarre. But anyways, 10, Cesaro. Yes. 9, Noam Dar. And the listeners will let me know if I've forgotten somebody that I've said in the past because I feel like I'm forgetting people. So yes, right. 9, Noam Dar. 8, Lucky Kid. Lucky Kid. Lucky Kid. Uh, right. 7, Orange Cassidy, who I feel should be higher, but since I actually call him by his first name, it's a little bit weird. Right. Um, yeah, so seven, Orange Cassidy, six, Cash Wheeler. Really? Yes. All right. That seems kind of low. That's what I was thinking. But then I realized the people ahead of it, the people above it are like way more deserving of being above it. So, uh, number five is Alex Shelley. Wow. Four, RJ City, who I didn't think of until after I made the rest of it. And I had to bump somebody off the list. And we'll get to that in a second because I, RJ City is just so stupidly handsome and so funny. But yes, four is RJ City. Three is Chris Brooks. Oh, no. Yeah. Two, Simon Gotch. And one, Chuck Taylor. And you all may be thinking, but Marianne, where is Tim Donst? 
Tim Dodds forgot my birthday this year. So. Oh, he has been discarded completely. He has been. Wait, my honorable mentions are Dan Barry and Tim Dodds. Oh, my God. Okay. And y'all might be thinking, why the fuck is Dan Barry an honorable mention? He is the funniest man. And also his eyelashes and eyes are to die for. My God. I love Dan Barry. He makes me smile and he is just a good, good people. But yes, that is that is my list until Tim Dons gets his shit together and actually answers text messages in a timely manner and doesn't use hashtag for the win out of context or until he just stops using it at all. He's not on my list. Wow, that's crazy. That is crazy because that is a that is what we would call maybe a meme on this podcast. Maybe a meme. <laughs> maybe a meme is how much I love Tim Dons. My but God. He, I haven't spoken to him in a while, and he's just a bad communicator. But never good, never, never good, folks. ever good, ever. Gotta be. But a yes, good remember, remember that time where Simon Gotch was number one for like a week. I do. What but happened? then I was like, what am I thinking? <laughs> what, what was I thinking? Chuck Taylor can't be replaced. This is ridiculous. Uh, speaking of Simon Gotch. I've been doing a lot of shopping on Etsy, getting a lot of pins, as you have been noting since I have been sending you random pictures yes. of stuff I'm seeing. Have yes. you been doing online shopping or is it that you just have to wait to see if your warranty for your sound mixer is still valid? <laughs> um, I We just not spending as much money as as we have been on, on things. I'll just on leave it at that, things. I guess. I mean, the I, last thing I got was the Bam Bam Bigelow pin. Oh, Did I, it's, it's so badass. The one where he, he's yes. like doing cartwheels. Are you so playing got, with it right now? Uh, yes. Is I it can picking hear it. it up? And I'm like, <laughs> Different mic too, folks. Not the one I'm used to. So yeah, it, this is this is interesting. But I've been buying a lot of pins. I got another ETA bag, the ones that have the plastic um, thing in front of them, so your pins that they fall off, you don't lose them. Which is like all the most right, brilliant right. invention because kids used to try and steal the pins off my backpack when I was in high school because I have like great retro pins, <laughs> like an OG like uh, uh, promo pin for Wayne's World oh, from nice. 1994. <laughs> And people would always try and steal it. Um, but yes, I've been buying, like, I, I, I've been buying a lot from, like, local businesses and stuff. Nice. If I'm spending any money, it's on that. So, um, but yeah, online shopping is driving me nuts. But I've been forgetting what I'm ordering. So every day is a surprise. So, which is nice. But anyways, uh, we watched wrestling this week. And I actually finished AEW before John. So you you did. It was quite a weekend for very, me. It was very weird, you guys. It was very um, weird. Yes, but I mean, let's let's just say, I mean, going forward, Marianne, notes look good. So well, I, we, I don't, I don't we, really the, know. The if notes you only to... look good because of the main event. If you look at yes. anything before the main event, it's very lacking. Well, I mean, here we go. Let's get into it. We yeah. started off. <laughs> we had the we had Jurassic Express in the ring. And uh, they were awaiting FTR, but the Young Bucks came out and they super kicked the referee and walked away and they gave Tony Khan their fine money. Um, Tony and Khan then, sitting there looking like like the average college student. He honestly looked like he'd never been on camera before. Yeah, he, he I didn't even I was like, wait, that like I didn't know that it was Tony Khan until they mentioned it. And I've seen Tony Khan in person. Yes, I have a picture with Tony Khan. You could it's say I am fucking weird you could say i'm all elite yeah and it was just weird i was like oh my god did he know that he was going to be on camera <laughs> like he it almost looks like he missed a cue i'm not yeah, sure what happened so yeah young bucks are bad guys or something um yeah they came made... out and my mom immediately hopped off the young bucks train oh no she's done 
well, because my thing is, you know, the Young Bucks are evil when at least one of them is wearing jeans. Yes. Like in the ring. And my mom hopped off that boat real fast because they weren't wearing fringe. And that's oh, the only man. that's all she's here for. You my know, God. Is fringe. Whoa. So, yeah, she was like, I'm done. Just so. off the train. Mm-hmm. I, I think this kind of makes the Young Bucks look kind of stupid where they're just coming out and super kicking referees because they're mad. And, and I mean, brats. I get it. And they keep going, oh, they're going to find him. And I'm like, the Young Bucks have more money. They'll the Young Bucks are literally Scrooge McDuck, like yes, in his vault. So that's the Young Bucks. Like, I think I don't think people understand that. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I I don't know. We'll see. Obviously, the elite is basically no more. Everyone is everyone is gone. Nobody is in the elite anymore, which I think is fine. But we'll get to something else a little later on that. But uh, I did enjoy FTR going like, oh, wow, pick picking on the referees huh wow that's great i thought it was very funny i couldn't even tell what they were saying but their body language basically gave that away um i'm yeah. just gonna be real here and say that dax harwood and cash wheeler are fucking awful wrestling names they get yeah, they're me, not like, great yeah they give me real jackson Riker vibes and not as people because jackson Riker is trash but like creatively yeah it's uh yeah not a fan not a fan good it's like it's like when people try and be really unique with naming their kids yes that's what it reminds me yeah absolutely especially the jackson Riker with the way jackson spelled with an x oh blech so So bad our first our opening match was ftr taking on jurassic express uh if jurassic express won they would be moving on to get an actual title shot. I thought this match was pretty good. And I'll also tell you, we're recording this as Monday Night Raw is going on. And from what I can tell, uh, I'm getting messages from Neeson from that hashtag show. And it sounds like an utter to no one's surprise shit show. Uh, they're doing another. Um, do they do ang- they know that you don't watch it? They they do. Uh, yeah. They know that I don't watch it. But I I do still follow along because, you know, I got that other show that I'm doing. And I'm, I'm even more against the WWE than usual because obviously the Trump thing. But then I found out my dad was a Trumper and I was like, you took my dad from me. The WWE took it. So <laughs> yes. is, is this I'm, much like this? Like I was like, I hate them even more like just just because it's like i know how vince mcmahon is and it's just the fact that i i didn't think my dad would ever be that stupid so you much like the kkk took my baby away you would just write a song that was entitled the wwe took my dad away (laughs) sure why not nailed it okay (laughs) weird but we got there okay so this (laughs) opening match was pretty good uh i mean just you know uh in general luchasaurus period end of sentence my he mom is just my mom was so super fantastic. curious as to what he actually looks like in person did you show her oh yeah i did and i was like mom his real name is austin and she went "Ugh." <laughs> and i was like it's... this is why we don't tell people mom yes and i was like, and I... I was like he has a master's degree in medieval literature and then that won it's... her back <laughs> it's not it's nuts man like <laughs> It's so crazy. Homeschooled all the way until he went to college. It's so so wild. What a wild story he has. He he's got an insane story. You know who else has an insane story that I didn't fucking know about? Hangman Page. Oh really? He was a high school teacher. 
Oh, wait. Yes, I did know that. Uh, a high school journalism teacher. I think that's I the it. most fucking weird thing ever. I love it. Like, an ex- like I think he taught for like four years or something like that. And I was like, dude, could you imagine having Hangman Page as your teacher? I really can't. I can't. And pictures of him, when he, he's like hot. Oh. It would be really distracting to My have God. like a hot ass teacher. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, that, I that's agree. just the weirdest, the weirdest fucking thing that I found out. But yeah, Luchasaurus is the best. And I mean, I know we've been, you know, they've been a tag team for a minute. But Jurassic Express, it just while watching this match is just really I can't like they feel more like a tag team. Like, I know they have a name. I know they have the entrance. It just now it feels like in the ring. They're just very fluid as a tag team. And I don't yeah. know if that's well, Jungle because... Boy is fluid, period. They oh, my both God. Are, so, I mean, it's not a surprise that it would come out like that. But he was just like he literally had a reversal for everything. <laughs> Uh, there was, yeah, that crazy, like all the pinning combinations and reversals. And yeah, this was a great opening match. FTR gets the win via cheating, but that's how it goes. And it was like a weird baby cheat. Yes, it was. It, it was, wasn't like uh, an elaborate cheat. It was like a toddler cheat. A great, a grade one cheat. Yeah. Just like right off, right off. I the, mean, it uh, wasn't any twin magic, but you know. <laughs> no, it was not. Um, We had... Alex, uh, Alex Marvez backstage. Matt Hardy has been laid out. Private party is checking on him and Jericho and Hager come by and just mock all three of them because clearly they are the ones that attacked Matt Hardy. Yes, that and my note is that glittery Gryffindor, that checkered Gryffindor blazer was not the business. That was not not a good look. Not a good look. I mean, I would have been all for it if it was another color combination, but that glittery Gryffindor blazer was not the business, mostly because Jericho was 100% a Slytherin. Oh, absolutely. So, like, Jericho is, like, like the quintessential Slytherin. So, Amazing. I mean, come on. Uh, like, Jericho and Kip Sabian. Yes, 100%. absolutely. 100%. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we go from Kip Sabian, Twitch streamer, to Kenny Omega Gamer, joining us on commentary for Frankie Kazarian versus Hangman Page. And I will say and... that every time I see Frankie Kazarian that he looks way better with hair. It is a straight up Randy Orton style thing where it's like it he he like grows his hair out and instantly looks 10 years younger. Oh, yeah, he's got it's he's so got a weird. great head of hair. And it's the same thing with Randy Orton. Whenever he grows hair, I'm like, whoa, like, that's really strange. He just looks better with hair. <laughs> Uh, This match was pretty good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I also did love the storytelling aspect that we got with Excalibur saying, hey, this was, you know, brought to you as a tag team match and you turned it down. So that's why it's not SCU versus Hangman and Omega. It's just Hangman versus Frankie Kazarian. And Omega was I thought like, that we want to have singles, elbow, elbow, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like constantly having to slip that in there. Yes, which players. I mean, I liked it. I think, mm-hmm. you know, and I think he did a good job with being like, oh, yeah, wow. Uh, wow. Hangman's really hanging in there on his own. Like he like it almost seemed like he was jealous that Hangman was doing so well in a singles match. But Hangman did well in the tag matches, too. They just weren't on the same like wavelength. Right. But I think the point that Kenny was making during those tag matches was or dur- I'm sorry, during the singles match was that he he's like, oh, usually, you know, he would go and tag me at this point, but it doesn't look like he needs to tag anyone. Huh. And he just seemed very. It was yeah, just but very he, at the strange. same time, he was he was 
like agreeing saying uh, i do think that hangman page is stronger you know like and he yeah. doesn't look as ridiculously strong as he is he looks like a normal fit dude and i love that about hangman adam page is that he just brings out these powerhouse moves when he just looks like a normal guy and yeah. then my thing is like do you like and i will i will constantly remind you of this do you remember when we used to verbatim say stop trying to make hangman page the guy he's not the guy and then he be- oh yeah and then he became the and guy then he became the guy i mean that was that was on <laughs> On this show, on Twitter, on uh, THS Wrestling every week, it and was we just, were all he's not just, the guy. We, we were all just got, I like, I told you so. Like, And I'm glad we did because... Honestly, he, yes. I'm he not was even the mad. guy. He was the guy before this. And then it was just like, well, I don't know what happened. And then he And then the, hor- the just... horse died and this and then this happened. He, the horse died and he turned to drinking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry um, about I your thought... dead birthday horse. Yes, uh, uh, I thought this match was was pretty pretty great. It was pretty hard hitting. the The thing that really, uh, man, that when Paige caught Kazarian in midair, it was nuts. That was nuts. That was great. That was just like some really great strength. And I don't think I really, you know, understood that when I was watching it. And I watched it again. I just went, "Holy crap!" Yeah, like he just deadlifted this dude. He stopped him in mid motion. And the, oh man, that reversal by oh. Hangman of the Jerk. Oh, that, that was, that was, oh, that was like cutting it as close as you can to reversing a German suplex. Like and, it was a gasp moment. Like it was close to being very, very uh, disastrous. Like to like so obvious that my mom noticed. Yeah. And uh, he also hit the Murphy's Law, which is I insane seen forever. And I completely forgot about Buddy Murphy. because you <laughs> well, know, WWE, And that's a shame because Buddy Murphy's fantastic. He is. And I also forgot that it was a move that Buddy Murphy did uh, because I had to have. Hi, Henson. Oh, OK. Bye. Uh, because <laughs> I had to have. um Dan remind me he's like no that's Murphy's Law like I'm I gift it for him and he said no that's not this it's Murphy's Law I went oh great but uh, bless it's... you Dan Dan is like the shadow caster he's like the shadow podcaster for us yes he he knows all and uh he, he just... inspires everything we do absolutely uh 100% including my <laughs> my streams when I stream we, uh... we fully are like if we don't record I fully have said to John before but we're gonna disappoint Dan <laughs> I don't I don't know if we would disappoint him, but uh, I mean, I talk to Dan every day. (laughs) I talk Uh, to Dan every day. You know who um, because you know how I tweeted about uh, my dad be having a Trump pen sign in his yard and how I was on the lookout, like taking applications for a new dad. Dominic applied. Oh, that's oh, I did see that. (laughs) I did see that. And I was like, dude, fully considering, man. And then the mayor and then I hit up the mayor of Reseda, Derek. And I was like, yo, because he's the coolest dad I know. And then he tweeted, don't ever talk to me or my daughter ever again. amazing i love him uh hangman page ends up winning the match and we move on to mjf versus who cares because it's over um (laughs) dude uh wardlow and a wife beater though please Ooh, okay let's do some correction here man because wife beater is not a great term what is it called it's fine no here's what it's called here's what you're gonna call it are you familiar with the movie die hard yes you're gonna call it a mclean Okay, so he's wearing a McLean. There you and go. I'm okay. Doesn't with it, it just see it rolls off? It doesn't have any negative connotations. Yes. Wearing, I can I can fully McLean. see Lauren sitting in the corner of the room just golf clapping. 
Well, I took that from <laughs> uh, our friend Monica. She came up with that term. It's good. It's the first time I. I don't know what else. It. I didn't know what else to call it because I've only ever known it as that. But that's interesting. There you go. Let's make, look, we're gonna make that a thing. But yes, I am all about that look on Wardlow. He looks great. So <laughs> MJF, he beats this dude in record time. Uh, and he says to Justin Roberts, you need to call me by this name now. You which smooth brain schmuck. <laughs> yes, that was great. <laughs> which killed me. And now MJF says, everybody here has a stable. Um, and I need, you know, maybe I need my own faction. And Marion, what do you think of that? It's going to be the dynasty and I'll die. Um, it should be the dynasty because, because the it would dynasty, be hilarious. I want caffeinated MJF. <laughs> yeah. And I think they could do a, a new twist on the dynasty where it would be, um, you know, not as comedic. But the thing about it, Marianne, is I'm very sure Hammerstone signed a new exclusive contract with MLW. So he for sure could not do it. Yeah. Which would be a bummer. But I think if we could get the airpod god i think that would be fun yeah he's hilarious with his dad slash lawyer i think that would be great but yeah we'll see we'll see what happens with that and i mean speaking of factions we had eddie kingston and friends with a z (laughs) the only way to spell it my mom straight up said why is he wearing jorts she said what's with the jorts and i said mom that's an eddie kingston look and you need to just accept it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Absolutely. I was like, I miss the jorts and I will not hear any bad mouthing about the jorts. Absolutely. The jorts and jersey not- business. Like, I will like that not could be a John Cena look. But also at the same time, it is fully Eddie Kingston. He'll open his mouth and you will understand. Um. So basically, they they are a family of violence. Eddie Kingston never lost the battle royale. Didn't Heath Slater have a, a thing like that? Didn't he, he have a gimmick going on for a while where he never lost something? I don't know if it was him or if it was somebody else who had never lost the Royal Rumble. I don't know if it was Heath or if it was someone else. I can't remember. But they start beating up people, random people from the audience. And Eddie Kingston is on commentary. And it was quite hilarious. Yeah, he just sat there on the top with it. It was hilarious. You enjoy that with your weird hair. (laughs) With your weird hair. Uh, and then Ray Phoenix jumping into the butcher's arms at the end as it should be. Was something be I never thought I would ever see. It's good stuff. And then Eddie Kingston says, now that they've got this family in order, the blade has to get his house in order, which I assume means Allie will be uh, rejoining the fold here. And I assume that means that the butcher and the blade will start a feud with QT Marshall, you know, the greatest wrestler of all time, QT Marshall and Dustin, <laughs> Dustin the, high, the high school PE teacher, QT Marshall. Ugh. Anyway, but I just saw this entire segment as an opportunity to get Eddie Kingston to like a reboot of The Sopranos on being the oh, elite with yeah. Eddie Kingston. I would pay. HBO Max, I would pay for HBO just for that. One hundred percent. Just The Sopranos with Eddie Kingston as uh, every next, role. <laughs> up next, we had Jericho and Jake taking on the private party. Uh, the stupid coattails are back, so that's not great. Um, but then he got rid of it later on. I just don't care about private party. It was sweet of you to at least watch that much though. Cause I didn't watch it at all because I don't watch private party matches. I actually 
wrote, I skipped this match because I fully skipped this match. And then I went, no, nah, I'll watch it. And it Ugh. was fine. It was fine. But you were right. It, it was way too long. Well, we dislike three out of those four people. Yeah. So, so it was just like, meh, I don't care. Yeah. Um, up of next. Another, another person that I'm not a fan of up next. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are not a fan of Eva Elise, but she took on Thunder Rosa for the NWA World's Women Championship. And um, my mom loves Thunder Rosa's name. Thunder Rosa, great and name. I just uh, love Thunder Rosa in general. I don't know why I have it as as one word, but I mean, it makes sense as one word, I guess. Anyway, uh, rumors around town is that this was a shoot, Marianne. Yes, I did see that, that they were not it, holding back some shit, which uh, good it, for you, Thunder Rosa. It looked pretty sloppy at times. It looked pretty slow. Uh, they when they were laying in the shots, they were laying in the shots. Um, and I mean, yeah, there was a lot. It was very hard hitting. It was an OK match overall. Um, Thunder Rosa wins via the Tombstone pile driver. Diamante comes in and attacks and then Hikarashita comes in and saves and my there only we note have it. is just that Ivelisse might have the most boring gear of all time. And she always didn't. I mean, it's she always so didn't boring. have this boring gear. Like I remember in uh, in Lucha Underground, it wasn't boring, I think. It's so as I type and look boring. It up. Yeah, her gear actually looked like good in. And wasn't in... she just like feuding with Diamante? What the fuck ever? I don't care. Um... <laughs> they were feuding, but now they're a tag team, which <sighs> is fine. Because of course they are. Oh, Lucha Underground. Anyway, we had a Kip Sabian Miro segment where they talked about fucking Warzone, the game that Jaren and I play, and I dub it the greatest segment of all time. And it's funny because I went, haha, they're talking about the guns in the game I play. And then I realized you wouldn't give a shit, so I didn't even write it down. Well, I mean, you could have, and we, I just would have immediately referred to Jaren, but I did watch uh, one of Miro's Twitch streams where it was talking about all the people that he met backstage at AEW. Oh, yeah. And he calls Chuck Taylor little JBL. Oh, I think you told us about that which is so funny to me he really likes chuck taylor because he was like yeah he's real just like calm and everything backstage and then he just flips a switch and it's like so intense when he gets out there and he was like i hope he doesn't take that as an insult that i called him little jbl (laughs) and i immediately messaged justin and i was like so you're little jbl then oh my god (laughs) oh my god it was it was good shit but yeah Miro's super funny and I enjoyed that a lot. Penelope Very. just in the background with her big forehead. Um, uh, we had Lance Archer and Jake Roberts <laughs> coming out to the ring. Oh uh, Lance Archer beats up a masked man. He calls out Taz. Because that's his thing though. Is he just beats up some random ass people. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, my mom popped hella hard over Jake Roberts just throwing out Pink Floyd lyrics like here and there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Taz comes out and basically says, we'll be the other two. Team Taz will be the other two men in your trio. But when you beat Moxley, you have to give Brian Cage the first shot. Gross. Um, Lance Archer gets on the mic and you had a funny comment about this. I just said, okay, so first of all, I don't give a shit about this trio. (laughs) Second of all, Lance taking the mic, the look on Jake the Snake's face, he was just standing there with this look like, please don't fuck this talking thing up for the love of fucking God. (laughs) Like, the look, he literally had his hand on his face, like he was about, like his hand was poised to snatch the microphone away if things went downhill. (laughs) 
It was very funny. It was very, so very obvious. Funny. It was hilarious. Oh. And uh, Lance Archer uh, put Eddie Kingston's name in his mouth, and uh, I think he might live to regret that. Oh, absolutely. I was He's almost hoping. Absolute, like, absolutely. I can't wait for Eddie Kingston, of all people, in jorts to beat up the man with pirate <laughs> hair. <laughs> so... Moxley comes out. He gets ambushed by Brian Cage and, and Ricky Starks. And the little triangle head guy. I will say the the camera angle on framing it so we could see Ricky Starks in the background all masked up was pretty cool. I like that. Um, so he gets attacked. And who should come to the rescue but newly signed Will Hobbs. Of East Palo Alto fame represent... <laughs> The most violent man in Oakland, I believe, is what John Moxley said. From, yeah, the fucking East Palo Alto, though. Also Which is not very a good funny. area. Um, no, no, it is not. Uh, there is <laughs> literally... Really fuck- it's like Oakland. One half of Oakland is like super, super rich, and the other half is mega ghetto. It's the exact same way in Palo Alto. It is... Ve- from what I recall, there is um, downtown PA... And then there is a bridge that literally goes like it's one of those bridges that goes down and uh, like up. It's kind of like a little ramp. And then you're in East PA. And I had never crossed that bridge in my entire life. And you shouldn't. <laughs> there you go. So uh, Will Hobbs straight to the moon, baby. Yeah, and so Straight to the moon. I'm main so event. happy about that. I've seen him wrestle quite a few times. He is very um, suspiciously aerodynamic uh, as well, much like Samoa Joe. Um, Mox calls out Hobbs and Darby to be his partner, and I was like, "Ah, oh, Darbs, Darbs and Hobbs." Old, old Darbs and Hobbs. That sounds like a buddy cop show waiting to happen. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and up next, we had our main event of the evening. We had <gasps> Santana and Ortiz taking on Chuck Taylor and Trent, the best friends in a. I kept getting the name of the match wrong. But I believe it is a parking lot fight is what they called it. Or brawl or something. It doesn't um, matter. There was just a lot of totaled cars around where they had parked them strategically to so like show why they were totaled. <laughs> I loved this match. It was so good. <laughs> this match. So when you know, when you see the setup, you go, Oh boy, and you think about how WWE does it and you think about how they film stuff when it's like in a street fight environment. And this was just straight up shot with no ridiculous camera movements or anything. Yeah, there was nothing. And it was hardcore. And my first thing was like, where the fuck did they get all of these cars? And I was like, please tell me all of these. And my stepdad was like, I bet you they just took totaled cars, parked them strategically or took totaled cars and then just really cheaply went over them. Yeah, I mean, that that could be what happened. And there was for a part sure. where I think somebody like, well, somebody took a, a cent on onto the car hood and I went, not the Buick, but I didn't put that note Man. in there. It was just. I almost wrote this shit is fucking wild like four times in my notes. This match, like I was never once. I I was never (laughs) bored. Um, it was hard hitting. Nothing felt too ridiculous. Oh my god, the dead president's makeup was great. I think this is the first time, just in my opinion, that um Santana and Ortiz have felt like a a dominant force. Yeah, and they lost the match. Yeah, they <laughs> lost the match. Yeah, and my thing was, it's like they come out and they're dressed like that, and I'm like, Trent, why the fuck are you wearing typo jeans with <laughs> knee pads underneath it? How can you even move? And I also say this while Chuck is walking around in basketball shorts over tights, and that's the same outfit he wears when he does PWG hardcore matches. 
I was going to say, yeah, that's the same I, I exact thing. I am fully shocked that he wasn't wearing those these god-awful orange knee-high socks that he's always wearing after shows because they're like his favorite socks. He's fucking just Mets orange, not like Love there's it. any other shade of orange socks. And I was like, oh my god, if he was wearing those, I would have popped so hard. But dude, Trent throwing that 2 by 4 onto Ortiz and it like bounced back and hit him in the <laughs> face. Was that was the, very funny. It was like the most naturally, completely, obviously unscripted, but very much a great thing to do that's like, like it was so it was so fitting that's trent in a nutshell basically it absolutely yeah. is like if if you didn't know who trent was i would just show that clip and be like this shit happens to him all the time <laughs> this is yeah. literally his life um the sentons like those sentons came early like the senton well, you onto the known hood because the there were so many there were so many exposed like car hoods <laughs> like it was nuts like i like i know this match got five stars uh from Meltzer. Holy and shit. I, Trent, which Trent is, and chuck got a five star <laughs> which is which is nuts <laughs> My biggest thing was Chuck Taylor's main eventing on television in the year 2020. Last year, I would have been yeah. like, you're fucking joking. <laughs> like, I mean, it's crazy. And I mean, <laughs> do I think this match is five stars? No. Do I think it's close? Yeah, I think so. Um, is very good. Very entertaining. Great main event. Great end to the feud, I assume. And I mean, Tony Schiavone said, holy hell, twice in this match. And I got very <laughs> excited. Oh, and the powerbomb on the windshield. Good Lord. There was just so much. There was so much cracked windshield action. That catapult into the tailgate of the truck. Oh, geez. It was, oh my God. I was yeah. like, don't, 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 don't. And I saw it coming. I think my stepdad was watching and he went, oh, like right at that part. And then the spear into the door, like fucking Trent. Obviously, we already know that he does not uh, care as much about his well-being as he should. His right. Well-being, especially since he's had like knees or his knee has been like fucked up. Yes. First of all, got catapulted into the tailgate, like under the tailgate, like an open tailgate of a truck. And then fucking speared someone into a like into a door that was leaning on the front bumper of a car. But the angle he did it at must have hurt like a fucking bitch, especially on oh, yeah. I think it was it was Ortiz's back like the angle that it would have like totally hit him like right on one of the bumps of his spine yeah like oh my god that looked so painful and i i honestly just don't understand how trent can even move he was wearing knee pads under those tight ass jeans and yeah, i had I to no wear idea. knee pads underneath my chuck taylor tights that shit was uncomfortable <laughs> it's not easy Man. imagine putting those on oh my god it's so unnatural <laughs> So when Orange Cassidy came out of the trunk of the car, I lost my mind. Okay. I was negative amounts of surprised that he was in the trunk the entire time. Like I was like, I've never been less surprised in my life. Seems like his hangout. Yeah. It seems like fully something that he would have done in an episode of Gentleman's Club. Yes. Because he would lounge around in barrels and shit all the time, like wheelbarrows and stuff. Let's just, he doesn't give a shit. So he came out, gave the, the orange punch with the chain wrapped around his fist. And we got the awful waffle oh, on the hood. Awful waffle onto the hood of a car and a goddamn dude buster. Yeah, dude buster. We get the pinfall. And I did love that they announced the winner of this fight, not match. I think that was a nice little touch. Yes. Um, and then Sue picks up her son and his friends. And I lost my mind then. And then she Ugh. full stops and puts the middle finger out the side of the door and drives away. 
what a perfect ending. Dude, Sue is the people's mom, and she's on yes. being, being the elite now, so she's fucking just, like, she has her own merch. Yes, she has her own merch, which is her uh, people in off, the car flipping people which off. Which is fucking, but she already had a shirt on Trent's shop where it's a mugshot of her. Oh my god, that's amazing. It's so, hilarious, a mugshot of her, I think, in Japan. But, um... Love it. I just, I just was like, at, towards the end of that match before Orange came out, I could tell Orange was gonna come out, like, not only because I like just knew in my mind that Orange was going to come out in that match, but also because you could see the lights on the tailgate of the car. Yes, go they off, were turning like, on way off, before yeah. as he was about to hit the absolute love of my life. Number one on my list, Chuck Taylor in the face with fucking lead pipe. And I was like, don't you dare. I will fly out there and fucking murder you. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, Sue is the people's mom. Um, I fucking love her. She's and the best. Sue, oh, being the elite. What was it that Brody said? He's well, oh no, what did he say? It was like, you're fucking. He didn't. Uh, this motherfucker doesn't like your cooking. No, it was. I don't know what he said, but then after, like John Silver was like, but there was cake in there. Because <laughs> Brody, like, basically what it was is they were all talking about the, how they had food, and Brody comes in, sees that they have a bag of takeout, takes the takeout, throws it on the ground, and he's all mad. And John Silver goes, but there was cake in there. Oh yeah, this motherfucker doesn't like your food, and she's like, what? <laughs> and she takes the paper and throws it, but then, like it, it falls directly on the floor he's like do it again (laughs) (laughs) it's very funny it's so hilarious oh Oh, love it so that was aew dynamite we have two dynamites this week marian so there's one tomorrow night slash today when you're listening to this it's after the nba finals it's an hour long tuesday it's there's one on Tuesday night and then there's one on Wednesday and that will have that will have Orange Cassidy challenging Mr. Brody Lee for the TNT championship. Oh my god, imagine if he wins. That'd be so funny. It, it will also have uh Moxley, Darby Allen and Will Hobbs taking on Lance Archer, Brian Cage and uh Ricky Starks. I don't like being forced to watch Brian Cage wrestle. My god, I hear you. I hear you. But that's that's it for this week. Uh, hopefully this recording sounds great and we can do this until we get that mixer replaced. Ugh, I tried to give John money, good. so we're hoping that the warranty covers it. Which is insane. Overtime. Yeah. Because yeah. I also don't think you, you realized how much it was. <laughs> no, I, was actually, I didn't say I would pay for it. I said I would give you some monies. Fair, fair, fair. But then well, that's also why the plug at the end of this podcast is to give us money. There you go. So you what can up oh, that freaking transition I just did. There you go. It was nailed perfect. it. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault, and you can follow Jim Jam Pingolo at at JP Thrice. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and still SoundCloud. Uh, just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. And I head like on over hearing to... about how funny I am, even though nobody's <laughs> ever said that in a review. It would be nice to be told something that I already know. Thanks. My, my God. But head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com, buy a Tornado Tag Radio shirt, or uh, head on over to patreon.com slash notlg and support uh, TTR and all the other podcasts. Support, or... support your local artists and stuff. There you go. Do that as on well. On Etsy, there's lots of people that make really cute little, like, little wrestling products on Etsy. I got my little shaker, my little uh, Hangman Adam Page keychain that has a little shaker of a tiny beer and a little tiny yes. horse in it. 
from uh, Flighty Fight on Etsy, and there's just a lot of people that make really cool stuff, and it's giving them money when they probably need it this time. So there you go. If you don't want to give money to us for some godforsaken reason, <laughs> then <laughs> support those local artists. Yay! All right, there you go. So there's only one thing left to do. So Marianne, if you will, ring the bell. And I just dabbed. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.